0: what he was showing me and he was like practice on my knee and told me where to like inject. And then he was also, so in PA school or medical school in general, we have this term called pimping. Mm -hmm. So basically your preceptor like drills you with questions and he was freaking pimping the shit out of me. While our dad is often a main source of subject when discussing our personal and mutual dysfunction, we would like to emphasize that having daddy issues or a father at all is not required to blame poor life decisions on your childhood or to join us in
1: discussion. This podcast aims to create a safe environment for young adults to open up and reflect on how and why they are the way that they are and how to use or lose those behaviors going forward in a light, comical, and laid-back setting. Basically, we just get drunk and get real about our choices, and we invite anyone and everyone to join us. We are an all-inclusive space. Childhood, Childhood trauma spares, spares no one.
2: one. So it's
1: my turn. That's Sonia speaking, yeah. and it is a Sonia episode tonight. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so story of the week, story time. What's going on? I feel
0: weird because I am in a chair that's lower. Yeah, than, <laughs> I'm I'm than us, right? I'm now. usually taller than both thing. of you, so it feels. Feels good down here. <laughs> Feels good to feel be taller It's hurting my back yeah. sitting like this. I, I mean, like it. Um, okay, so story of the week. It didn't happen this week, but it happened recently. Um, so I'm in my clinical rotations right now for PA school. So every four weeks, I'm switching it up and going to a new place. And last month, I was in family medicine.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And at this clinic, um, it was a pretty big clinic with a lot of providers so I kind of jumped around from provider to provider depending on the week um I don't know if any of you out there watch Grey's Anatomy but (laughs) if you do you'll know like the hierarchy of medical school so residency and then you're an attending and so forth so my main preceptor was a PA but there were residents in the clinic and then attendings who supervised the residents and whatnot and my preceptor She had a patient that needed a knee injection, so you basically inject steroids into the knee if they have arthritis because of their knee pain. But she was like, eh, I don't really feel like doing that today and also don't have time. (laughs) So she she went and asked um, the supervising attending, so the top dog, if he could do it. And he's like, yeah, sure, I'll go ahead and do it. And then I just chimed in. I was like, well, can I actually observe um, and watch you do it because I've... I've done knee injections before on a mannequin, but I've never done it. And he was like, well, why don't you just do it? And I was like, well, I'd actually probably think I should watch you first. I've never done it before. Um, And I thought you had to do two injections per knee, but apparently it's just one. Shows how much I know. Uh And so I was like, well, maybe you do the first one and I can do the second one. And he looked at me and he was like, you need to be a little more sure of yourself. You seem like a little like unconfident. And I was like, because I am, like, I am very (laughs) unconfident. And he was like, well, I'm going to get my resident to do it, actually, so I'll have him teach you. And so he went and got his resident, and he introduced me, and he was like, this is Sonia. She's a PA student. Can you just walk her through how to do injections and whatnot? And... um, this resonant was kind of cute. Okay, the threshold is pretty low for attractiveness when you're wearing scrubs. <laughs> okay, that's
1: it, that's it. Well, In I my
0: opinion...
1: Like, I feel like, actually, I feel like it almost, it like... It makes you more attractive. Yeah, because if, if you have no, like, style or any way to show personality other than, like, it's a blank slate. Yeah. So that means true. that's, like, a pretty attractive person also yeah. do you think part of it Andy is just like they mask. have a
2: good job that's
1: yeah that's what i'm oh, saying yeah. i yeah. think it,
0: it kind of already puts them at the uniforms in general yeah, yeah uniforms. That, I, mean, I think that uniform. actually got
1: debunked there's a show on netflix and they were they did like um oh, a really? test on that yeah
0: huh well i don't know i'm attracted to people on scrubs so
1: okay yeah i mean
0: Andy had sense. a man bun
1: so it just really—it was
2: really, yeah, really, really right. the man yeah, bun. It, it, it's it, the
0: it, man kind of, bun—it just you. did it for me. His hair was really curly and a cute little you man bun. You love curly man bun. I,
2: I do, do. I do. And do you think so that's partly because of Grey's Anatomy? Because like some of the doctors do have man buns. Maybe. Smell. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy really set me up for a failure. <laughs> um.
0: So he. Well, and we are wearing masks. So really. Okay. So the masks. Yeah. The man bun. I can only see his eyes. Man bun in scrubs. So I was like, he he's eyes. cute. But he took off his mask and he was still cute. And so the attending was like, Can you show her how to do a knee injection and stuff? And he was like, Sure. And so he was showing me and he was like, Practice on my knee and told me where to like inject. And then he was also, so in PA school or medical school in general, we have this term called pimping. Mm-hmm. So basically, your preceptor like drills you with questions and he was freaking pimping the shit out of me. And it's <laughs> such a weird
2: phrase yeah. when you say and it
0: like that. And I. Got some right, but I got some wrong. And I was just so nervous. Um, and he showed me how to do it on his knee, and then we went into the patient's room. And you have to kind of mark on their knee first where you're going to inject. So he had me mark it, and then I was going to go and do the injection, and he was like, hold on, like, let me get the attending. Apparently, they both had to be in there. So I'm about to inject this patient's <laughs> knee. Mind you, she's still awake, still conscious, so she's awake. And then I have the cute resident over my <laughs> left shoulder. The attending over my right shoulder, watching me, about to go in and do this injection. That's a nightmare. So I have the needle in my hand, and I'm about to go to the place I marked. And that needle, as soon as I take off the cap, it is (laughs) shaking like crazy (laughs) as I'm going towards the knee. And the resident, the cute one, was literally like, whoa, 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 we only want to stick her once. And I was like, dude, she's awake. She's awake. She is, I mean, if she was unconscious, like, because I've already had my surgery rotation, it's fine if they're unconscious. They don't know what's <laughs> going on. But I was don't say that. But I found a way to, like, steady my hand and do it. But it was so intimidating having them over my shoulder. And yeah. then whenever I saw the, um, the attending, so the top dog, for the rest of that month, he kept making comments about me being like, he's like, you need to, like, you know, boost up your confidence. He even made a comment um, saying, you're a PA student. I'm in charge of the residents and they have four years with supervision over them in terms of managing patients. You're done in a year and you're out there. You need to like be confident in treating your patients. Dude,
1: this is my third rotation. (laughs) Like chill. But he does have a point. He has a
0: point. But okay. My (laughs) first rotation was surgery. There was no clinical. Like there's a very big difference between performing a procedure and clinical reasoning. Mm-hmm. And in that, proce- in that rotation in surgery, there was no clinical reasoning. You just get shit done. Mm-hmm. And then I had emergency medicine, which I think I did really well in, but that one was just really different. It was really my first time having to manage chronic long-term conditions with multiple like, comorbid conditions. It was just really, really hard. You had to really, really think through things. And it was my first week. <laughs> and I personally think it's better to be a little bit hesitant instead of having fake confidence and
1: doing something wrong. Yeah, it's like As being aware of your ability. Okay, I'm, I'm the person yeah. that has fake confidence my way through life, so... I mean, I fully believe fake it till you make it, um,
0: but... Those are when needles.
1: It, when it comes to someone's life, I'm not gonna... Okay, well, we're talking about someone's knee. Yeah, I mean, I think you could fake it a little bit in that room. You know what I mean? My patient I, I, I <laughs> was awake. I did fake it. I <laughs> did fake
0: it. I mean, I can't stop my hand from tremoring, but I mean, I was just asking for a little bit of guidance. <laughs> like, shit. Like, that's part of school. No, yeah. I get it. Like, like she's no, a I'm just yeah. Giving yeah. You shit. No, no, okay. yeah.
1: Carl, I feel like you've forgotten how hard she is on my episodes, okay? I'm giving yeah. her a little yeah, bit of her like, own other shit. Oh, yeah. But, sure. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean,
0: and I just, I even, I mean, in my previous rotations too, so the previous two before that, I have been unsure of myself and I kind of ask questions when I know the answer Mm -hmm. or whatnot. And um, they have like made comments like, don't say things in a question form, make Mm -hmm. statements. And I just, I am always just really unsure of myself. And, but I'll get into that later. But
1: I I think that we have like, knowledge of the underbelly of the medical world through mom and so like Mm -hmm. we're aware of how many people are just like faking it yeah and so I think that like it comes from a pure place of like you want to know your shit but you can't possibly know everything and at the end of the day like confidence does take precedence
0: oh yeah and I have a severe fear of looking stupid yeah like so it's so gonna happen. We've talked about it on previous episodes. Like yeah, it's my biggest insecurity is people are not thinking I'm smart. Yeah. So I'm so afraid of saying something wrong. Mm-hmm. So instead I'm just I'm unsure because yeah. I feel like that's a safety net rather than saying something wrong. But
1: it, i think it might be
0: backfire. Yeah. I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> and and as much as it
1: sucks to have, you know, your preceptor no the Yeah. The, yeah technically, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um having him call you out like that. Is his yeah. job as your teacher, too. Yeah. Like, she is in school, and he's calling you out on something you need to work
0: on. Yeah, even, like, my main preceptor, she was a PA, so I would, there was a patient who needed some, like, needed a medication, and then I knew it, and so I asked her, I "Was like, well, do you think we should prescribe diuretics? And she was like, don't ask me. Like, yes, she needs that. Just say it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to ask things in a question form. So I just have to work on my confidence, but it's very, very intimidating. Oh, yeah. Especially with medical students. Um, I was side by side with medical students, and there's always just this weirdness between being a PA student and a medical student. Yeah. So, but, yeah. How is that dad's fault? Um,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> I had it for a second when you were talking, and then I lost it. Well, actually, I was, I was actually thinking more mom's fault in this case, just okay. like I said, the, like, knowing kind of the reality that, everyone in the medical field is still human and like knowing that they don't always know what the fuck they're talking about and feeling like you now have to go into the field knowing what the fuck you're talking Uh about. Yeah.
0: And I think it just also just stems back to, yeah, my fear of looking stupid or not intelligent. Right. And I don't know. That's somehow our parents. That's somehow our parents Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, obviously, but... Nothing um, is our fault. Clearly, (laughs) clearly, clearly. I just think that has been my way that I have um, tried to get attention, Mm -hmm. weirdly enough. We Uh, talked about
1: it a little bit in your episode with your, like, special, like schooling um with your swaz, yeah swas <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> well yeah that's what I was thinking so we can we can get into like yeah. the childhood aspect of it can I ask you a quick question yes I love questions
2: and I don't know if this will make sense but in the past you said you feel like guys are attracted to you at first but once they get to know you they kind of lose that and so do you feel like you have to like overcompensate with your intelligence so that you keep their interest
0: yeah and I don't even know if, uh, yeah. I guess, I mean, I've obviously only had one serious relationship in my life, mm-hmm. and um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think my whole life I've been. Oh, it's so painful <laughs> for me to say, but um, people have just always made comments about my looks. Mm-hmm. So like well, you are beautiful. That's just like thank a you. Fact. But um, it's thanks Um, (laughs) (laughs) but i feel as if that is what people see in me like your only value value. yeah um and i'm think i'm just trying to prove that there's There's something more more. and there is
2: there is and it's not just your intelligence yeah you're freaking hilarious yeah and it's i feel like there's a difference between like intelligence and worldly wisdom and you have both yeah (laughs) <laughs> I know that sounded really cheesy. Can you just take a fucking compliment. Once yeah, you, oh, you look damn. so weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you, you two, both of you are the people I come to when I like need advice or like need to talk to. Mostly, you, you guys come to me. They're like, you need to like talk more. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are the people that I care most about their like opinions, and mm-hmm. so, and that's partially, partially, mostly because of how wise I think you guys are. And yeah, there's not. Another word that I can really Wait, while out. we're
1: bragging on you real quick, also, like, I mean, both of you guys, I remember, I remember distinctly the moment that I realized that you guys were funny, like, each individually. Like, <laughs> really? a different moment in time. Okay, See, I don't us. feel like I'm a
2: very funny You're person. You're fucking funny, but... So, it was when you. I was
1: living with you and Keller, obviously. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, she's got a sense of humor. Like, <laughs> I thought I was carrying the fucking team. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what I said? No, I don't remember exactly what you said, but... There were several times where I was like, this bitch is funny. I feel like I talked about it all the time, too. Like, to mom, I'm like, she's fucking funny. And you, it was over FaceTime. I think it was, like, Easter, and we were FaceTiming, and you said some stupid, funny shit. And I was just like, when the fuck was Sonia funny? <laughs> like, okay, like, okay, it's not all on my back. Like, we love this, we love this, we love this. We, we learn from the best. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, I cannot tell you guys, like, Like, yes, y'all are beautiful. Yes, y'all are intelligent. Yes, all those things. None of that shit fucking matters to me. But y'all are fucking funny. (laughs) I I
0: feel like (laughs) uh, like, I'm a slow burn. Mm -hmm. And what's really hard with the the time in my life that I'm in right now with rotations, I'm changing people every four months. I'm not getting to the point where the burn has really sparked. (laughs) And I'm just like, I... I swear you would really like me if we had more t- No, they yeah. do like me. We yeah. get evaluations, and everyone has said great things about me. Right, but, but it's like surface level Yeah, things. yeah. Right. I'm just like, if you had a little more time with me, I would totally win you over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's also really hard because where I'm at it is a male-dominated do- um, mm-hmm. career field. Mm-hmm. And, um, Aren't they all? Except for true, teaching, true, true. I picked the right one. <laughs> true, true, true. Um
2: <laughs> <laughs> excuse. Shout out to
1: all the teachers hard hard at work and yeah. still staying in their jobs because Lord knows they're leaving. Oh,
2: yeah. we have so many teachers leaving this yeah. year. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Continue. So yeah. Sorry. But I just so
0: really I feel as if I need to really, really prove myself, especially the rotation I'm in right now. Cardiothoracic surgery. Mm-hmm. All That's men. So all intense. Men. And I just feel as if I really need to. The hell, myself.
1: Who the hell thought it would be a good idea for men to be in charge of repairing hearts? True. <laughs> Can we just Can like, leave? I that should Kaylen, be a t-shirt that one of our merch.
0: A, like a you know what I told Kaylin? It is very terrifying the amount of times surgeons say whoops no, I, in I, surgery. I, I know. And she told honestly, me that and I was like "I think I have some
1: like pretty like I mean as far as my trauma goes like it's pretty like low stakes low level trauma but like knowing stuff from, like, your experiences and mom's experiences and even uh, our stepbrother's experiences, like, it actually, like, it's... Yeah, it's like a mild take care of your, trauma.
0: Take care of your health, people. Because <laughs> yeah. we're all human. Yeah, and
2: we're all we're just like faking it most yep. of the time. And I've realized that becoming an adult, people don't know what the fuck they're doing. We're just yeah. faking it until we make it, mm-hmm. and that's scary when you're considering the healthcare profession. Yeah, yeah. but you're you, doing you great. Assume, don't yeah, worry about it.
1: You're doing such a good job. <laughs>
2: thank you, thank you. Question um,
1: every step you take, and you'll get there.
0: Eventually. See, that's why I just am a little hesitant. I want to be sure of myself because. It's people's lives that are at stake, but. Um, Okay. So we can bring it back to childhood. I guess we kind of already said, uh, okay. I think I might've said this in a previous episode before. Um, so, but I might repeat myself. Sorry, people, people, person, one person listening. <laughs> Our mom who, who listens. But there was, I don't know if I told the story. Did I tell the story about, okay, I'll just say it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> In sixth grade. So I got into SWAS, school within a school, um, in fourth grade. And I've said it before, I technically didn't get the test scores to get into it. And then I found out, and then from there, Kind of felt like I always needed to prove myself in terms of intelligence and whatnot. And right. then compound that on top of kind of always just being acknowledged for the way that I look. I think it just made it worse. And then, um, so Swaz was fourth, fifth, sixth grade. And technically in sixth grade, you have to retest <laughs> to get into SWAS. Did I tell the story? I think I your? remember.
1: I don't remember if we released the episode, but okay. I do remember. So in sixth That's grade,
0: great. you have to retest to get into SWAS in middle school. And for some reason, my class, we were going to be grandfathered into SWAS, mm-hmm. into middle school. So we all had the option um, to decide whether or not we wanted to be in swaz in seventh and eighth grade, or if we wanted to be in normal classes. And for some fucking reason, our sixth grade teachers had us go around and say whether or not we were going to go, like, we actually had to stand up and say whether or not we were going to choose to be in SWAS That's
1: or in normal classes. so
2: dumb. Yeah. Like that, what was the point of that? I don't know.
1: Yeah.
2: I was like, I didn't make a lesson plan for today's. So this is what yeah, we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, this <laughs> is from yeah. a teacher's insight. Inside information. <laughs> That's very true. Herself.
0: So it got to me and I had to stand up and she asked, so Sonia, are you going to choose to do swaths or normal school? Not normal. I mean,
2: yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. like regular classes. Standard, yeah. Standard classes. And I said, I think I'm going to do regular classes. And I, I mean, obviously I don't remember correct. Like fully but I think I might have been the first one to say that because it was the first time that she questioned and she asked well why and I literally was sitting from my whole class sorry. like I started crying not full-on crying but, but like, tearing up, up. Yeah. and tremoring and talking and I told her this is just too much like too much stress on me I'm just <laughs> sorry for laughs this grade. is really stressful and I just don't think I can handle the stress anymore <laughs> sixth, grade. <laughs> sixth grade sixth grade Um, mind you, I still did (laughs) Swaz. Yeah. (laughs) I still decided to go forward with Swaz, but, um, what was the point of that story? Your intelligence and like, yeah, I've just always
1: been, you put so much pressure on yourself. Yeah. I've
0: always just been, I've just haven't been confident Mm -hmm. in that. And I even remember, uh, when I started dating, uh, my ex, uh, he, we had a conversation one time and he, said to me he said that I I don't let on my intelligence at first he said he like started to notice it over time mm-hmm. because I think I like I said to him that I mentioned my fear of people not thinking I was intelligent or something mm-hmm. and he made a comment as to yeah like, when I first met you I would have never known but as I as I got to know you you just you don't flaunt it and yeah Anyways, um but, yeah, it's just something that I've always been kind of insecure about. And even my freshman year of college, I was in a biology class, and I went to a group study, and I remember – I think I told you the story before. You have, yes. We were studying, and people would prose, propose not prose, propose a question, and I would say something. And people – I, and it could have just been my own insecurities surfacing, but I felt as if they would totally – just um, what disregard what i was saying yeah. and then someone would, someone else would say the exact same thing and they'd be like oh yeah totally that makes sense was just i have literally not group studied since because um, was
1: it men yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it <laughs> sucks. no 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 that's a thing yeah no that's a whole thing like yeah. it happened like my entire career like it happens in my marriage mm-hmm. i love my husband but literally, he will do that to me constantly. Mm-hmm. He will try to bring up jokes that I made or insight that I've had as if he had thought of it himself, and I will call his ass on it because I can uh-huh. because he's my husband. But that shit is real. Yeah, and that is not because your you know intelligence isn't there because you're not worth listening to. It's because men literally don't.
0: Yeah, they suck. <laughs> but I, I feel like it it just makes me hesitant now even in my rotations to just, like, say yeah. stuff, I just, and I'm a, I'm so chronically scared of saying something wrong. It's and just so
1: interesting, because I feel like, I like, I personally have reacted in a way of, like, get louder, mm-hmm. because if they're going to talk over me, I'm going to, I'm going to get louder, mm-hmm. and you've, like, done the opposite.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, I think, because I was talking to Kaylin, and I was telling her, so for my emergency medicine rotation, one of my preceptors made a joke when he was introducing me to a different PA. He was like, oh, yeah, this is Sonia. She's the PA student with us. And he was like, she's she's really shy. Like, you'll see that. But he was saying it as sarcasm because apparently I was outspoken in uh-huh. his eyes. And I told Kaylin, and she was like, yeah, do you not remember that story you told me? So one night in the emergency room, um, this grandmother came in with her, with her grandkids. They had just come from somewhere in Africa not too long ago, so they had no insurance. She brought her granddaughter in because she was having a hard time breathing, and um, they, she, she literally said, they haven't approved my green card yet. I don't have insurance. I can't take mm-hmm. her anywhere else, so I brought her in, and then we were back in our office, and my preceptor was making comments saying, like, well, why would you bring her here for, like, something that could be taken care of at a family medicine place? And I said to him... I was like, well, you know, when you – I don't know about you, but when you make an appointment at your family medicine clinic, they ask for your insurance, and if you don't have insurance, they ask for a payment up front before you can see a provider. In the emergency room, they don't ask for – like, we have to accept every single patient that comes in. Yeah, they're going to get a bill in the mail a couple months from now, but they don't have to pay it. Mm -hmm. They don't have to pay it. And she's doing what she can to get her granddaughter care. Mm -hmm. And, like, I said that to him, and he – didn't really say anything. And I told Kayla that story and then I told her later that he made that comment about yeah. me being like not shy and I was, I was like what? What is he talking you about? to him. And she was like are you kidding me? Like you you like don't you remember that story you told me where you stood up and I I think the whole the whole purpose of that story is when I am um, when, when I'm confident, I'm fucking confident, yeah. and I will stand up, yeah. I will say my opinion and whatnot, but it takes me a while to work up to that confidence, and I'm just not confident yet well, enough actually, in medicine.
1: Yeah, I think, too, I think part of it is that when you get that trigger, like, if, if you have, like, an emotional reaction to mm-hmm. it, there's a different confidence behind it. Yeah. Whereas, like, with, like, medical terminology and knowing what diagnosis it is, and, like, there's no, like passion behind it now granted like it might happen for you in the future as you get more confident with those terms yeah that like somebody's saying to you like oh we got to do this treatment and you know like for this patient that you spent every day with that you know that that's not right then you're gonna feel that yeah. but I think that I think we all are kind of reactive in that way where we Carl the least of us but I've seen you too like where we are the most vocal when it strikes a chord and mm-hmm. I think that I think above all else, you sought out medicine to speak for the underdogs and to, to like, be that, that set of eyes to be able to, keep, like, know everything to look out for them. And so when you saw somebody being basically belligerent, like, towards somebody who was less fortunate, you were, like, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the difference. Yeah. And I think it's hilarious that because you said one thing to him one time, you're now... Not shy in a sarcastic way, like go oh, fuck fucking hell.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was wrong. Like yeah, he was straight like, up wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he he was the and one because that's you told not her, shy. he's like oh she's she's loud. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's exactly. If, like I can't help to but think this but like what if a man had said that would you have made the same? Oh joke? no way. Yeah. No way. So yeah. That's yeah. Sorry.
0: Anyways, yeah. But that's what I think that is. Yeah, but that's to say like when I feel sure of myself, mm-hmm. I'm sure. of It, it just takes me a bit to yeah. become sure of myself. I mean,
2: logically that makes sense. Yeah. If you are 100% sure, you're going to go after it. If you're not, you're going to be like, I don't want to be embarrassed. I feel like that's everyone. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so they they're more hesitant. And with medicine, you're still learning. You're literally still in school. Yeah. I think you forget that sometimes cuz you're in rotations and you're in the thick of it, but you're also still learning. Yeah. But with that, like I had like you are a minority. And, like, you know that minorities get mistreated. Like, that's just, it's a fact. And, I mean, I have another story
0: about the emergency room. This will be a quick one. But I told you the story, too. There was a patient, and it was a, um, she was a black woman coming in for care. I have to be careful. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was just a lot of commotion. She was very, very upset. So we walked out of the room to give her a minute. And Mm -hmm. the nurse literally said, Oh, I told you guys about this story. Mm-hmm. She said, man, that race, they can just be so dramatic. And me and my preceptor walked away, and I sat in the room with him, and it took me a minute, and I finally, like, asked him. I was like, did I hear her correctly? Did she make a comment about that person's race? And he just said, yeah, she did. he was not affected by it at all. And I just said, "I." this is all I said, I just said, that is so completely inappropriate. I Question. can't believe she said that.
2: Is this the same preceptor as the previous story? No. Different one. Mm. Different one. Yeah.
0: Um, I had multiple preceptors in the ER. Um, but yeah, then we went back into the room and she was still very upset and my priest she was not happy with my preceptor, basically didn't want him to touch her. Um and finally at a certain point I was just asked her will you let me do it you know Mm -hmm. he because he was like I just need to walk out and I asked her if she would let me do it and I literally just listened it was patient and took Mm -hmm. my time with her and she let me do it but yeah I just I could I could not believe that that was literally first of all one thing to have a thought we have implicit bias mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. we can't help it whatever have the thought control your actions two say it say it to another person that you know that's not a minority. Mm-hmm. And you guys yeah. can connect on that's that, what I whatever. Too. Like, yeah. if you want to be fucking stupid, say you. it to me, who's clearly a minority. Like, fuck you. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's so crazy. Like, I wonder if they think about it. Like, they're like, oh shit, maybe. I shouldn't and I was so
0: <laughs> conflicted on whether or not to say something to her. I mean, yeah. in the end, I didn't. But, and she was so kind to the patient when we yeah. walked in the room. So that was such a conflicting thing for me. I wasn't, me, that's I, I was like, worse. you're yeah. treating her, you're giving her
1: great care. Yeah. So I'm just, it was very confusing, but. Like why um, she would confide in you about. Yeah. Those Super, specific issues. Like um, that race to mm-hmm. a black woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was it was cool. 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 Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah, all that to say, I, I definitely struggle with a lot of self-doubt but once I'm sure, I'm sure of okay. it, and I'm I'm so excited for the point in time where I'm in my career where I am sure of myself and I can just make yeah. a kick-ass difference in people's
2: lives. Yeah, I'm so excited for you to be a PA. I feel like you're gonna do so much good in the world. You're <laughs> just you're gonna be like a source of comfort and. Not even comfort, but just a warrior for people. Yeah. that's what, and that's what I've read
0: and a bunch of, and heard in a bunch of different things. That's the issue with the medical field. It's not diverse when it comes to the medical providers, and mm-hmm. then when patients come in and they see someone that they can't relate to—an yeah. old white guy—they're mm-hmm. not going to share with them mm-hmm. their
1: true ailments. All yeah, really but on. when
0: I come in and I'm chill and I'm mm-hmm. a young person, a female, a mm-hmm. minority. They, they tell me a lot more mm-hmm. than I've noticed. I've told my preceptors before, like, this one guy, like, you have to ask, like, do you do any, like, any illicit drugs? And I, I asked him, he's like, no. And I was like, you don't smoke weed. I was like, you can just tell me. You smoke weed. Like, seriously, just tell me. I don't care. He was like, yes, yeah, sometimes. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and one time, I told Kay this. I saw a patient, we have to ask, like, how often do you drink alcohol? I lie and every time. I asked this lady, and she's like, I drink you know, some wine every now and again, especially on stressful days, like, I might have a glass or two of wine, I was like, I was like, yeah, me too, and then I literally told her, they say that for women, you can drink two glasses of wine every single night, and that's not considered being an alcohol, <laughs> and I was like, I feel that, I go home, and I drink a glass of wine when I'm stressed too, and she's like, yeah, girl, me too, I'm like, and then low-key, I'm like, should we be friends? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's inappropriate. So,
2: that's so hard. Just like coming across all these people, and you're like, I want to be friends with you, but I'm your health mm-hmm. care provider. Yeah.
0: See, but I'll I just th- think it's so important to just be real with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, we're all human, but for some reason, we try not we try yeah. to act like we're not. Yeah. And, and it's
1: like weird because then people feel that and sense that. And then, like, they don't want to be real with you. Yeah. You're not being real with them. I don't know.
0: Yeah. But I do just need to work on not doubting myself because in my surgery rotation there were times he would ask questions and there were two other students with me and I wouldn't say anything and then it would be said and I had the answer Mm -hmm. in my head and I was just like shit I should have said that so there's a balance between you know not being overconfident and faking it but also just you know believing in yourself a little bit
1: okay with being wrong sometimes you're still in school I think that's the bigger thing is, like, you got to be willing. And, like, I I make this joke all the time. And, obviously, I'm not comparing, like, the medical field to the creative fields at all. But that's how I can relate to this. And, like, if I'm writing music or if I'm trying to think of the name of, like, a brand or or even when I'm designing, like, actual visual designing, I will throw out – I make a joke all the time with people that I'm collaborating with, like, Fifty weird, out there ideas to land on the one good one.
0: Oh yeah, I heard the statistic. Um, what's the guy that created electricity?
1: Uh, Thomas Edison.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Am I a genius?
2: That was pretty good. I <laughs> <That> was pretty <laughs> no, proud no, really of myself. I was like staring at the floor. I was like, I know this. Apparently, <laughs> he
0: had. I'm gonna totally quote this wrong. I'm pretty sure, like thousands of patents. And it's literally yeah. just throwing ideas yes. at the wall
1: constantly and until eventually 1-6. someone... That's just statistics, man. Yeah. That's just smart. That's math. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like, no, math. That's math. Math. Like, I seriously... I don't care if I look like a dumbass. Yeah, I need to work like, on that. Like, I will literally just be like, here's this dumb idea. Like, mm-hmm. no. But then that could spark that's a different... That's the thing, though. Preceptors make you feel stupid yeah. when you say the wrong thing.
2: Yeah, and that's okay. as a teacher, like, they should not make you feel yeah. that way it's really discouraging because That's then That's when you the thing. do have the correct answer you don't talk like what you just said yeah. and like a lot of teachers I've seen at my school they'll be like really like how did you get that wrong I'm like this is a child like calm down uh, so I'm doing surgery again right
0: now and I'm with a lot of fellows so they're training to become attendings and this we were talking in a case in this one the PA that I was with said that one of the fellows literally made a mistake and tried to blame it on her and wasn't going to admit to it. Literally a mistake. You're about to close mm-hmm. this patient up. And like they were kind of shitting on him. I didn't say this out loud, but I was thinking in my head, well, how fucked up is it that these, this is the environment that we've created mm-hmm. where he feels like he can't admit to a mistake, mm-hmm. that he's willing to risk a person's life mm-hmm. because he feel like he like he feels like he can't admit to a mistake because of how people are going to treat him. Yeah. It's just, it's the way the environment is, and that's so that's, messed up. it's messed up. It's so messed so up. It's so It's about how we react to people who make mistakes, and yeah. I hope that, because I hope to be a preceptor one day and help teach people that I just never make
2: anyone feel that way. Absolutely. I feel like you would be a great preceptor. Oh, absolutely. Because even, be. there was, like, two weeks in college where you were like, I'm going to be a teacher, and I know that didn't work <laughs> out for you, <laughs> yeah. but I feel, like, you you taught me things, like, when I was in high school, you helped me a lot with school, so did grow but... Yeah. I feel like you would be a really good teacher. And I think helping people in the PA environment would be like your little like golden spot. Yeah. Like something you'd really enjoy because you have that aspect of medicine and helping your patient, but then also creating the next generation of healthcare workers, making sure they have those same sort of values that the you standards. do. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think too, I think maybe like teaching kids wasn't, you
1: know. Your yeah. Yeah. But like yeah, Teaching yeah, yeah. like adults yeah. who like, yeah. it's it's
2: very different. Very like, different, very, very different. different. different.
0: But um, yeah, it's all about that balance between self doubt and confidence.
1: Yeah, you gotta question. You gotta question everything. That's how mm-hmm. I am. Like you question everything, any information that comes by. I'm like, you're probably lying. Yeah. <laughs> but. You also have to go into things with confidence and be willing to make mistakes. Like, really, like, life is just kind of a string of mistakes and, like, then randomly, like, success. Yeah, it's not
2: just you that feels that way. It's everywhere. everywhere. And I get
1: that the stakes are different, right? Like, dealing with people's lives. But I guarantee you, like, you will find that people will appreciate you admitting to mistakes. Oh, yeah. I mean, me and my friend Jill...
0: I don't know why I said it like that. Hey, Joe, I know you're going <laughs> to listen. We talk about it all the time. We ha- say things to each other that we would never say to anyone else and we're just like, whoa, I actually feel that way too. And I guarantee mm-hmm. 99% of the time if you say something you're afraid to say, that other person is feeling yep. it too. Just be real and yeah. then you're going to connect with that person yeah. even more. It's all about, vulnerability is fucking
1: awesome. Right, and I guarantee if while you were sticking that lady in the leg, you looked up at her and you were like, I'm really sorry, this is my first time but I'm really excited to be able to do this to help people and relieve pain in the future. Like, I'm sorry if this makes you uncomfortable. Thank you so much. Well,
0: actually, my therapist actually told me too. The one you ghosted? um, (laughs) So my therapist (laughs) told me, this is actually good advice. It's like the one piece of good advice she gave me. Um, Because I was telling her how much anxiety I was having going into uh, rotations. And she told me, just tell your preceptor hey, I'm like really nervous because I told her when I get asked a question, I black out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I black out. I know the answer, but like I will literally have to ask, can you ask that again? Because I didn't hear anything because when you said my name and I knew you were about to ask me a question, I freaked the fuck mm-hmm. out. And she just said, just tell them, hey, I get really nervous when I get asked questions. So I might like need you to ask it again or I might react in a certain way. Like, I'm sorry. And she was just like, if you say that, They'll probably relate to it and understand. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I did that. And my preceptor in the emergency room was like, "I'm nervous. This is my first time ever being a preceptor, yeah. and I'm, a, I'm afraid you're gonna ask me a question that I'm actually not gonna know exactly. the answer to." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And then we were like, "Oh, wow. we're both nervous as fuck." So yeah,
2: that probably made you feel yeah. so much and
1: better. So it just immediately takes like the so the bl- like the, yeah, yeah like that, that human connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: like oh, we're the same. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> we're two sides of a man. coin. Yeah,
1: but yeah, so. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think that we like had some major breakthroughs. Yeah, here. I kind of liked that. Yeah. That
2: I a, forgot how good the real question move. is. How is this dad's fault uh, or mom's?
0: Yeah, equally to playing well, parents. I think just childhood in general. Like, yeah. I've just like I said at the beginning, I've just always felt like I need to prove myself, mm-hmm. and I'm so afraid of looking incompetent. But and being a middle child doesn't help.
1: Yeah. So cool, yo. Wow. Well, great. I hope job someone could relate to that.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of people will. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like, I was, now, yeah, like, I relate to this yeah. so much. As a new teacher, I feel like I know nothing. Yeah, and that.
1: imagine being intimidated by a bunch of, like, eight year
2: olds. Oh! They're uh, scary, though. You got jokes. No, the other teachers. <laughs> That's what Okay, fair, fair,
0: fair. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Follow us and on Instagram. Underscore, underscore, daddy.issues. Oh well, mm-hmm. yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye.
1: Love ya. Uh, oh, man, my ass. Fun stuff. Ass is numb.
0: Okay, I don't. I'm afraid of stopping it. I'm gonna like delete all of that.
1: it! Oh, my ass is stuck to that. Oh, my ass is holy stuck. To that. <laughs>
2: what if we go and we check and it wasn't recording? No, it's recording. <gasps> Can
1: you stop this recording for us? That was fun. That was so fun. Yeah. Those are two great solid episodes. I think
2: so too. We're
1: of? Great.
2: <laughs> we should actually be famous. We have, like, we, you know, might we're kind of like be
1: awesome at this.
2: Okay. I we do feel like though. we should head out. I feel like we should have been famous.
1: Boys, I mean, it's, it's time. time to go!